taking the lead. He does the even numbers and I do the odd numbers. Simulcast number four, meaning it's on both Big Shrimp Radio and the HodgePodge podcast simultaneously. This is episode 82 of Big Shrimp Radio. That is unknown what episode nope, number nope. this is. Of actually, HodgePodge. we're not unknown. We actually have a number now. Oh! News alert! Do tell, what number is it? 209. 209. Holy cow. Uh, 209 of the HodgePodge podcast. uh, 82 of Big Shrimp Radio and Samuelcast number 4. Hodge, take it over, pal. Okay, so... Real quick for those new listeners that um, haven't listened to the first three, Simulcast is just two guys that do a podcast recording on two separate recorders, the same exact podcast, just different audio quality. Um, That's it. So we got, what, roughly 11, 12 segments here. We wanted something different. We wanted to know, we wanted a new direction where we each knew what was coming, but we don't know what's going to be in between. That makes sense. Um, Absolutely. So you wrote, you actually made this list, which I was fine with. I didn't really care which direction we went. But you want me to tell the story that should have been on last simulcast episode, which we both completely forgot. Yes, yes, we both did. But the story, I'm kind of upset that I've already heard the story once because it was so funny and now I feel like when you retell it you're not going to get the same reaction out of me. Which, by the way, that is why the two other stories you wanted to share, I stopped you on our, on our personal phone calls and said, don't tell me. Just save it for the simulcast. I want to have my genuine response um, on those. So yeah, us get to it. The first story it should have been on Simulcast number three, the convenience store story. Yeah, well, we had went to um, Mobile, Alabama. For those of you that's not familiar with that, that's kind of downtown Alabama, or the farthest downtown I've ever been. Um, so we went there. That is, that we wait wait wait. When you yeah. said we, and it does not include me, folks. Hodge and I live far far oh, away. Yeah, that's that's my fault. With his family. Yeah, that's my fault. It's late. It's late. It's almost eight o'clock here. That's late for me. Uh, you can ask Big Shrimp. But yeah, me. Yeah. And my family went down to Mobile. We were. I don't even, dude. Now that was that was like a probably a month ago. I don't even remember. Um, I don't even really remember what we went down there for, but. I, on our way home, I, we had to stop and get gas. And so I was like, I'll go in and pay for it, you know. So we went in and paid for it. And there was a line. And in front of, there was a guy in front of me. And then in front of them was an older lady and I guess her husband. Um, <laughs> apparently she had got a large cup of coffee but didn't fill it full. She filled it to half full so she filled a, a a large coffee half because to her knowledge there was no medium cups so she figured she could get a large cup and fill it halfway full and get charged for a medium so <laughs> so I walk in on the butt end of it and I hear the guy go ma'am there's nothing I can do there's no medium cups 
I can't charge you for a medium because you got a large. He said, I understand what you tried to do. He said, I understand. I respect what you're trying to do. He said, you're not trying to cheat me with a lot of money. You're just trying to say, hey, look, there's no medium cup, so I'm not going to make a fuss about it. I'm just going to get a, a, a large and fill it halfway full. He said, I understand that. He said, but I am new. He said, I've been here about, about two or three months. He said, and this is my first time watching the store alone during the day. He said, so I'm going to have to charge you for the large. No, you're not. You're not going to charge me for nothing. I ain't getting a large. He said, ma'am, you got a large cup. <laughs> I understand. She was like, I feel it halfway full. Ma'am, I understand you filled it halfway full. But the point of the matter is, you got a large. And I have to charge you for it. It doesn't matter how full you He said, if you could have filled it full of water, I would charge you for the large cup of coffee. Because you got a large cup of coffee. doesn't matter how full you filled it. And the guy, <laughs> the woman goes, <laughs> she says, what? She was like, well, is your manager here? He said, no, ma'am, he is gone. I'm here running the store alone. And she says, well, you're, you're just outright cheating people. And he goes, ma'am, it's a large cup of coffee. And he kind of got smart, and he was like, ma'am, once you go get two small cups of coffee and call that a medium, and I'll pay you for two small cups of coffee. <laughs> <laughs> and so me and that, there was, there was a guy behind me, and I was like, man, what is this? He says, Man, this is some bullsh. He said, sitting here talking about some goddamn coffee. He said, I'm fixing to get my motherfucking wallet up there and pay it for him. <laughs> he said, I got places to motherfucking be. And I was like, yeah, I know. And so her husband was like, fine, I just pay for it. And so finally he was like, I'll just pay for it. And he paid two, $2 and like 49 cents. That's not right. Get a receipt. $2 and 49 cents. <laughs> $2.49. Oh, man, you and then, didn't have, maybe all she had was a dollar on her. Ugh, that's, ugh. But her husband had already ahead. paid. But, but that's not, that, and that's the funny part, but the funniest part was, after the after that couple had left, <laughs> the man in front of me had like a candy bar and a drink or something like that, and he rings it up and it was like five dollars, and he goes, "Is this price okay for you, sir?" <laughs> <laughs> oh, what is that? I would have been laughing my ass off in the store, dude. I know it's inappropriate, man. I would have had some haters, man. That's hilarious. God, it was, dude, it was so funny. It, it was. But, like, and they were from, like. I feel like, bad for everybody involved. I, I feel bad for her because she, I legitimately, it's not like, yeah, but I just put it up halfway. And the dudes, I feel bad for him because he's new to the job. First night riding solo. He doesn't want to get in trouble, but, man, she should have just filled that sucker up all the way. And drank half of it. large or asked or asked before she uh, even filled up that one. Say, hey, do you not have medium cups? But no, there's no way to fairly do it because the way sizes work in cups. Right. For all we know, she couldn't have. I mean, there's no way to really know exactly unless you measure out the fluid ounces of what size she really got just because she didn't fill up the large cup all the way. 
sometimes the cups are wider or skinnier and taller or wider and shorter. And so you can fit different amounts in there, even though you challenge put it up halfway. That may not really count as a medium, but go ahead, sorry. No, but I can side with both of them. I understand where she was coming from as saying, look, there's no medium cups, and I wasn't going to make a hassle over it, but I filled this, this, this large cup halfway. I see where she's coming from. She was using, sometimes I would use that wittiness. Like it's, not, like, it's smart, but it's also dumb if you think about it. Like, I would use that sometimes. And then, but I also see his point as if, look, it doesn't matter if you got just two drops in it and you're just getting the cup. I have to charge you for a large because he's doing his job. But the thing is, I'm not going to make a big fuss over a couple dollars and, and a coffee and somebody's job. Like, cause if the manager goes, if she called, let's say if she was the called manager, and she was like, we had this hassle over coffee because there was no medium cups and I just got a large cup and filled it halfway full. Now, I don't know if that's considered a medium, though. That's my whole point. Like, is that really considered a medium if it's halfway full? Because, like you said, there's cups or there are different shapes, sizes, and, and looks. But... If she was to call the manager, the manager would probably say, okay, ma'am, I would get it taken care of, and would probably laugh when she got off the phone. Because there are people that will sue right. people for $5. I mean, there are people in this world, sorry to say, that will sue people, somebody, for, for $10, $15, just because they owed them that oh, the yeah. other day. You there, know? There, there, there have been people that, you know, I've seen stories online that they have freaking measured a 12-inch foot-long sandwich from Subway or whatever. Yeah. It's not 11 and a half. If it's 11 and a half by hot, I'm going to sue for false advertisement. And the same thing with that Starbucks coffee. Well, you didn't fill it up all the way. You have to like uh, answer whatever off the cup. And so you charge, you know. Yeah, there, there are people like that. It's pretty crazy. And... Dude, I, I just felt sorry for the guy because it was like, th because this is what makes people want to quit and, and want to stay inside and be a depressive person because they have to deal with jerks like that. Yeah, it could definitely lead to uh, somebody becoming antisocial and whatnot. I mean, I feel bad for both of them, but I kind of, I get both of them too. Yeah. So I have mixed feelings about it like you did. Yeah. There's another story that we have written down here. I had another similar story happen just actually this week, a couple of days ago. So here in my small town, we have what, I don't know if you guys have them up there, Big Shrimp, or if it's just like a South thing, because I've never really been out of the state of Mississippi. I've been to like Texas and stuff like that, but that's kind of the same, it's the same way there as it is here, really, honestly. Um... They we have consignment stores like for example Goodwill or like a thrift store. I'm pretty sure everybody's familiar with yeah, what we that have is. Okay. Well, I go in there sometimes. I don't really go for clothes that much. I go for like books and and like records and vinyl and stuff like that. That's what that's what I really go for. Hey, can I stop you real quick? Yeah. I just want to ask you. I I've been in those stores too to look at books and whatnot. Yeah. Hey, I don't know about where you're at, but over here, dude, the books are usually nasty. They have an odor. Yeah. They yeah. have, like, those little webs all over them. Yeah. They're dirty. And it's kind of just, it weirds me out. 
Not yeah. that I'm too good to buy a book like that, but it just kind of weirds me out. Well, I don't know how you feel about it. No, but. well, well, the thing, no, some of them do and some of them don't. But the reason I go there to get books, I, I don't, I, I haven't bought a book from there for a while because I don't really have anything anymore. Um, but the reason I would go there is because a lot of the times you can find older books that you can't find anywhere. Like I remember um, getting the Rock's book, like what the rock says or something like that his very first book from like the 90s yeah and i was like you can't find that yeah, anywhere on the it. internet what were you saying right. chapter two is my favorite the people's puberty yeah where he had, where he loses virginity at like 12 yeah in the park <laughs> under a blanket <laughs> you're right exactly but anyways so i go there with who was my mom my grandma i think yeah um i think that's it well yes i still live at home people want to complain i don't really care um but so i go there with mom and grandma and i'm looking because when you go in to the left there is a a a dry erase board and they have like sale of the day or sale of the week or something like that you know they'll say okay 50 percent off these items well to that this specific day was a dollar books cds dvds and records and i was like wow that's that's pretty good you know what i mean like i was like shoot i can find a record for a buck can't really find those that much pretty anymore. good deal yeah so i looked for the records and i didn't really find anything went to the books for me they had the same old stuff but really i'm a i'm a movie nerd movie and music nerd and you know this big shrimp so i'm always looking at dvds and movies because i'm just that big of a nerd and so I was looking at them, and there was this man and this woman, and I had overheard the, the man talking and say, come on, man, we, we've been here 45 minutes looking at these movies. Let's go. Let's get them and go. Well, apparently, she had found The Office. She had found all nine seasons, and she was like, holy crap, all nine seasons for 10 bucks. Really wow, great, no, that's, great that's deal. That's great deal. Great, great deal. Well... I was like, man, I want to see if I can find, you know, something like that or something. And I was like, I was looking. And so she was like, okay, I'm going to check out, honey. And he said, okay, that's fine. I'm going to sit in the vehicle. She said, okay, give him the keys. So she got up there. And I was I was kind of listening because because they had been, the, the workers had been complaining. And she gets up there and she rings the DVDs up. And the woman, go, the woman behind the counter goes, this will be $3, this will be $3, and this will be $3 for the DVDs. And she goes, no, that's a dollar. And the, the cashier goes, no, oh, ma'am, no. there's three discs. So that makes it $3. And she said, whoa, 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 whoa. Hang oh, on a no. minute. She said, the DVDs are a dollar. This is one DVD. She said, no, ma'am. It's a dollar a disc. And she said, why the hell didn't you put it up on the thing? And she was like, why am I going to buy Why am I gonna buy disc one and not buy disc two or three? She said, I'm going to go buy one shoe and not buy the other one. And that woman, the, she looked at her and she goes, I understand your confusion, ma'am. She said, but we've been selling these like this all week long and we haven't had a problem until you came in. She said, oh, so I'm a problem now. And the woman goes, no, we're not saying that. We're just saying that you're the only stupid one to come through and not realize it. Dude, that that is a person that works there that was telling this woman this. 
that she's the only stupid uh, one to come through and think it. And I was like, well, I guess I'm stupid too because I thought the same exact thing. You know what I mean? Like, I'm going to buy the D. Okay, I'm going to buy the the Office season nine DVD came out. I'm going to go buy it. I'm talking the DVD, the whole the the, the box, the box set. I'm going to buy the. You know what I mean? I'm going to buy the DVD. If you think about it. Yeah. And so, the the woman was like, "You're not going to sit here and disrespect me, and call me stupid. Plus, you're trying to cheat people out of money." She said, "Because." What if a 12-year-old was to come in here and not realize that you're charging him three bucks instead of a dollar? She said, you just cheated somebody out of two dollars. And she said, I'm not trying to make a fight out of two dollars. She said, but you're cheating people out of money and you're cheating me out of money. Now, I totally agree with this lady. I don't agree with how she came about it, but I do agree with her 100%. I'm, I'm 100% on her side. I just yeah. a little bit disagree of how she came with it. Because she could have easily said, you know what I mean? She could have went gently and just walked out, but she didn't. She took it to a whole nother level. But continue the story anyways. You don't have that long left. Um, the woman was like, well, can I please speak with your manager? And the, woman, the, the, the lady goes, well, she's not here right now. She'll be here later today. And she said, well, get her on the phone. I'm going to talk to her. That woman, that, and the, girl, the lady goes... Ma'am, I don't have to do nothing you tell me to do. And that woman goes, but I'm the customer, ma'am, and you're cheating me out of money. Well, if you think about it, if she had gotten nine DVDs, nine box sets, so nine times three is 18, she was really cheating her, they were really cheating her out of almost 10 bucks. If you think about it. They were cheating her, what, eight, nine dollars, something like that? They were cheating her. And... That woman goes, well, ma'am, you don't have to buy these damn DVDs if you don't want them. And that lady goes, no, okay, I'm getting your job. You're not going to sit here and yell at me. And she said, I'm fixing to call the effing police. She said, it, she said, I don't. She said, I don't give a flip about the money. The, the money now. She said, you can keep these DVDs. You're sitting here threatening me and telling me all this stuff and tell, calling me stupid and treating me like I'm a piece of trash. She said, I'm fixing to call the police right now, and I'm fixing to turn you over. Now, that no, might have been uh, a little. I, I don't, nah. That might have been a little excessive. I, I, <laughs> yeah, I don't think that constitutes that police call. However, uh, I I feel like the store should put on the what dry erase board that if there's multiple discs, multiple CDs or DVDs. Well, that's the thing. And then each disc is a dollar. But yeah, I feel like that uh, the customer was in the right. And they always, it's the saying is, the customer's always right anyways. And yeah. uh, this employee to talk to the customer this way sounds like a bitch. And uh, yeah. somebody that probably doesn't need to be having that job. And what? I'm not one to advocate for people losing their jobs. It's not my style, but and that's a bitch move. And well, the I'm thing not, was, happy about it. She, she had chewed this lady out in front of, front of her kid. Like, that's the whole point. Like, there was like a six-year-old, or it might even be six, because it was during school hours. So she was probably three or four, and she chewed her out in front of that, and it was just like, because in this store, if people that are from my hometown of Wiggins, you know exactly what I'm talking about when I say this. The store is a bunch of old ladies, like, probably ranging from late 50s to maybe early 70s, like, literally, that's, that's, it's just... 
I guess it's just like an old store that old people run. Not not trying to be negative Nancy here, but but the thing, and, and then that lady had come by me, and she passed, and she said, well, are you going to have a problem with our movies too, sir? And I said, well, nobody would have a problem if you would put a dollar a disc on the board. I said, if you just put a dollar DVD, I said, I thought the same exact thing. I'm 100% with that woman. I said, because... I thought the same exact thing that, oh man, because they had, as much as I despise Hulk Hogan as a wrestler, they had his um, his three-disc DVD set, and I was thinking about getting it for a dollar. I was like, man, you know, you can't beat this for a dollar. But I said, I was actually thinking about getting this because this is a strike deal for a dollar. And I said, but now that, I said, I wouldn't have mind paying three dollars. I said, because you probably can't get this anywhere. I said, but the way you treated that lady and how you're treating your customers... I said, I'm not getting this, and I'm probably you're not probably going to have my service anymore. I said, because you are in the wrong. I said, I don't care. And she was like, well, our manager said that. I said, I know it was none of my business to get into, but the woman had passed by me and yapped at me at first. And I said, and your manager, whoever's running this place, doesn't know a thing about, about, uh, about running a business, apparently. I said, because you said that they had called and said you're doing a dollar a disc. I said, either she's a lousy manager or you're a lousy person. Because if she told you they're a dollar a, di a disc, why couldn't you walk your butt over there to that dry erase board and put a dollar a disc instead of making people think, oh, it's a dollar DVD. And then you choose somebody out when they come and call you and they catch you in the act. I think that was the whole point. They caught her in the, they that woman caught them in the act of cheating people out of money. Exactly. Yeah, and it's. It, does, it sounds like a scam is being ran, and uh, yeah, that, that's pretty irritating. Pretty irritating. False advertisement. Well, the last that I heard, that lady had called the police because I had seen her in Walmart. Like, I, I guess they had left. They left, and I guess they went to Walmart, and I left and went to Walmart. Like, I guess we had went simultaneously without knowing, and I seen her, and I stopped and asked her. What had happened? I said, I, I said I was just in that place, blah, blah, blah. And she said, no, I have notified the police. She said, I know it's nothing to get cop-worthy about. She said, but I called them to let them know that them people over there are a bunch of cheapskates and are doing this and this. You might want to investigate it. Now, will the cops do it? Most likely not. But I think it's good that they were finally... Not saying that they were doing anything illegally. Sure, it's false advertisement. And they easily could have written a dollar a disc on there but to me that's not the point because like that woman said if you write a dollar of dollar flip-flops so if i bring a flip-flop up there a pair of flip-flops and you're going to charge me two dollars but your thing says a dollar you should put a dollar a flip-flop you know what i mean she, she she made a great point she was like so if i bring a pair of shoes you're going to charge me a dollar a piece not just a dollar she said so i'd have to buy one shoe for a dollar you know I mean it makes sense but I, it makes sense but I think she went a little overboard because they were yelling back and forth at each other which I think should have it could it, it I mean it really could have been handled ten times better than that and more maturely because it was immature on both of their parts but I do see and I do side a hundred percent with the customer not and unlike the the other story where I 100% sided with the um, the worker. 
agree. I agree. That's a crazy story. Um, now you have one more story. Yeah. Entry you want to share, and that is your anxiety story. Which, by the way, folks, we've talked about several times on various episodes, and I've seen it in person when I was down in Mississippi hanging out with Hodge. His anxiety is on a whole different level, and uh, so yeah, share the story. Well, a little background first. Um, I had went to a therapist a few years ago. Um, I don't know if you know the story, Big Shrimp, of why I finally broke down and went to therapy, but um, I don't think anybody knows, and I don't really want to share it on the podcast right now. Um, but I went anyway. Something uh, something had occurred. No, no, it was it wasn't family. So you guys that listen that know me don't have to worry about family. It wasn't that. Um, but something had happened, and I went to therapy, and I was explaining my my, my symptoms and everything that happened and what I didn't like when somebody fights like doesn't matter if it's an argument or an actual fist fight I will literally get down on all on my knees and just crumble like it's just really that it's that bad at some points and the therapist had diagnosed me with like a really rare anxiety disease and only like she had said a, she said some some number, but she she said rare, but it, the number she gave me didn't sound rare to me, so I don't really know how rare it is. Um, but she gave me the off brand of Xanax, and I was taking it for a while, and it just it just made me like a zombie. You ever have medicines that do that that just makes you a zombie? Like you just you take Definitely. it and then you just wake up and you're just like out of it. Like you don't care what happens. Somebody can stab you with a knife and you're just not gonna fight them back. You're not gonna feel it. That's what that medicine made me feel like. And I was like, okay, I have to get off of it. Well, I went. Long story short, before I get to the anxiety thing, real quick. I'm sorry. I, I know I'm rambling, but I went to another doctor and the doctor was like, you got to get off that and go to this. Well, that doctor told me to quit cold turkey. And, dude, I had these withdrawals like freaking crazy. And that's yeah. that's why I'm not on no kind of medicine now. That's that's the point I was making, that when that doctor made me quit cold turkey and go to this other anxiety medicine, when I hit that withdrawal light, I think it was probably – it did. I didn't get sleep that night until I took like Tylenol PM or some uh, um, um, NyQuil or something like that. But I think it was probably that second day that it hit me like I got to live with – like it was like now I know what people that are going off of drugs feel like. Because, dude, it was like – I don't know if you've ever seen the movie Walk the Line. I know you haven't. But anyone if – you, if you remember the movie, Joaquin Phoenix, who portrays Johnny Cash, was laying in the bed and was literally trying to peel the buttons off the bed. He was that fidgety. That is 100% legit. Like, that is 100% authentic. That is exactly what it is like. Now, I don't know about drugs, like illegal drugs, but I know prescription Xanax is 100% that way. 100% just like you're freaking out, you're crying, you're sweating, you're hot. It was bad. And it took me about three days before I got back to normal. But that's why I don't take anxiety medicine or any kind of... Like, I'll take, like, Tylenol, but, like, quickly I'll ask the doctor, is this going to make me go to sleep? 
Because I know if it does, I'm going to get hooked on it because it's night medicine. It's going to help me go to sleep. And my body is telling me, and my brain is telling me, you're not going to be able to go to sleep if you don't have this medicine. So, pain medicine, unless I absolutely have to have it, I don't take it. Like, I'll take, like, an antibiotic because I know you, you can get addicted to them, I guess, but I don't really get addicted to them. Um, but, long story short, when was this big shrimp? Friday? Sounds about right. Friday? Yeah, something like that. Well, my little cousin, she's probably she just started kindergarten, so she's like five, maybe. We raised her for we well, her mom lived with us, so we raised we, we raised her with her mom for about three about two or three years. So we we're really, really attached and um my whole family is really attached to her. And she was supposed to be starting this little cheerleading camp thing or whatever peewee's cheerleading or something and i was like oh yeah i'm going so you know we all pile into the car and we go and i realized we're headed to the college and i said where are we going and they go to the stupid college it's a football game and i said what like an actual football football game like college football game and they were like yeah and i said oh well, you can keep the car running. I, I'm not going. I, I'm not going. And they're like, no, you're going. And I'm like, I am not going. You're not going to make me get out of this car. Even though they could, I'm 21. But the thing is, it was like, you're not going to make me get out of this car. If I get out of this car, I'm going to pass out. I'm going to flip my crap. I'm going to go into a shaking thing. I, 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 I'm going to start stuttering. I'm going to... And they were like, fine, just stay in the car. And dude, I texted you. I texted you 30 seconds to a minute after that happened. And I was like, look, dude, this is what's happening. I'm having a freaking anxiety attack. I'm having social anxiety yeah. or something. And you were like, I think that's back to them jerks that, that, that bullied you or, or did whatever they did to you. I don't know if that's – that might be true, but I just think it's like – you've seen me. When we went and ate at Whataburger, and I had to sit next to the door just to eat because it was, dude, it, yeah. it's just weird thing. And it was like I always, my legs are constantly shaking. Like, you know, kind of like you bounce your legs. Like, I'm doing it right now, non intentional. Like, I don't know I'm doing it. Like, sometimes I'll be wringing my hands. I don't know I'm doing it. <coughs> Excuse me. Like, I don't know. I just it's just such a big habit that I that I don't know I'm doing it. And it 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 gets bad. Like I remember the first anxiety it was an anxiety and a panic attack at the same time I had at school one time. And dude, I don't know what was going on like if you want me to tell that story real quick, I can. Um if you, but if you want to go ahead and get off of it, we can. It doesn't matter to me. Go ahead, man. Do what you want to do. Uh, well, what had happened was, in my school, it was an agriculture school. So, it was like, you know what agriculture is, Big Shrimp? Like, I'm seriously asking because a lot of people don't know. Of course, man. Okay. And I went to an agriculture school when I lived in Boone, North Carolina. Oh, okay. Went okay. to a high school. I had a huge agricultural program, but yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah, we did too. Like, it was a big 4-H program. <clears throat> and honestly... 
for those that know me, Big Shrimp, you know too, and all the fans that know me, or, or listeners, I shouldn't say fans, listeners that listen to me that don't know me, know that I'm probably close to a germaphobe. Like, I don't care about getting dirty. Or, like, I don't mind doing it if I have to, but I choose not to. And, but one day, I don't remember what had happened. I remember coming from English 4, and I really just took ag, agriculture for, to have four sciences. That way I can only have to take one science in high school. And Because if you think about ag, was really just a screw-off class, honestly. You learned a little bit, but you really just went outside and screwed around. So I figured it was, right. it was just four science, like even though I was a smart smart kid it was just like sometimes it's enough and i need i just needed four four sciences and so i was like i'm going but i don't remember what had happened i was coming from english four and something was on my i don't remember if i got to a fight with mom that morning i don't remember what had happened because me and mom would just have these arguments spikes every now and then we still have them every now and then i'm gonna be honest like it's just probably every three or four months we just have this big disagreement and it's not really a yelling match, it's just like a disagreement match back and forth. You know what I mean? And right. I don't know what had happened, but I remember because Ag was second block, second period, second block, whatever you call it. So that was probably 9.30, something like that. And I just remember the teacher, Mr. Dale, don't mind telling that story, he's one of the best teachers I've ever had. Comes to me and he's like, Dylan, are you alright? And I was like, yeah, so I just got a little something on my mind, nothing big. He goes, okay. Because he knew me, he knew my dad, he taught my dad in school, so he was kind of very friendly with me, he knew me. Even though he was a dick sometimes, most of the time. But I was just sitting there, dude, and next thing I know, like, it just goes black. Like, I was, like, it didn't, like, I didn't see black, but it was just kind of like, he had handed, he just handed, he had handed papers out or something. I just remember not knowing anything and I remember I couldn't spell my name on the paper like I, and they had told me the reason I know what had happened because I was told that I was my I was moving my head like I was popping my neck constantly and I was shaking violently and like my hands and my legs were just shaking and and I remember I remember the teacher asked me he goes hey man you alright I was like huh like I like I just I couldn't hear I couldn't talk like I would talk and I would go hey I, 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 I remember I remember talking like I remember I couldn't get a word out like literally could not get a word out and so I guess Mr. Dale, Mr. Dale I thought it was like a stroke or something or so, something had happened he had thought you know and he said my, my mom had worked at the cafeteria at this point so he was like once you go to your mom and 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 See if she can take you somewhere. He said, because you're not acting right. And I was like, okay. He said, well, I'm going to have somebody walk you. Like, I had somebody walk me because I just wasn't there. And I go, and my mom's freaking out. And she goes, well, come talk to this person and see if you need to go. And they were like, yeah, you need to rush you to the hospital. Do we need to get an ambulance here? Like, they thought I was having some kind of brain aneurysm or so they thought I was having like something serious <coughs> um and I just remember I don't remember anything really I just remember going to being in the in the ER and they giving me some medicine and IV and the doctor come to me and asked what 
They're going to ask a stupid, dumb question. What kind of medicine are you on? Dude, I'm having some kind of freaking something going on here, and you're going to ask me all these questions. I understand you need to know, but God ain't do what you got to do well, first. I probably want to make sure... Make sure you weren't having a reaction or on anything, you know, psychedelic or... Well, yeah. I had told him, I was like, yeah, I'm on this medicine. I've been on it for, God, three years. I said, I've been on it for a while. And they said, okay. And they asked how many milligrams it was. How I think I told him, like, 30, something like, or some, some milligrams or something. And they're like, okay. They had finally got me a... I finally, I, I, I finally calmed down. I guess the medicine that they had... Injected finally calmed me down. And they were like, I think you had an anxiety attack and a panic attack at the same time. Because I couldn't breathe really and I just blacked out. And they had told me it was like a Wednesday. And so they said, we think it's an anxiety and a panic attack. But take the take the next couple days off of school. Because if it happens again and you're just sitting at home... We probably know it's probably not an anxiety attack. You know, does that make sense? Like it was kind of like, if you're just sitting home watching TV and you start having these symptoms again, maybe we need to take you for a CAT scan or an MRI or something. Because maybe there is something going on in your brain. But I didn't didn't have anything after that. And that was really, up until Friday night, was really the only other anxiety attack I've had in about a year. And that's fascinating. That's uh, is it really though? And yeah, you're. <laughs> it, I think it is, and I don't say that like ha ha fascinating. It's yeah. just like wow. And and I I told you on Friday, I'm like man, I think a lot of this had to do with the bullies you had to deal with and the way you were treated in school. And I was like, pisses me off, man, because makes me want to go back to your school and find these punks and you know, and start. Uh, kicking some asses uh, for fucking with you that way. It's not right. And uh, well, that kind I, of trauma, man, it's it's crippling to the mind. People don't realize it. And uh, it, it's, it's it's a mind fuck, uh, yeah. for lack of better words. And uh, you, um, that's why it goes back again to me telling you I think you might have like a type of PTSD um, where you have these episodes that just start that you kind of like freak out because a past trauma caused to you and it breaks my heart man it's it's, it's horrible it's horrible and I, I've had my share of it not nearly as severe as yours uh, but I've had my share and I think it goes back to some of the bullies I had to endure growing up as well, but I don't know, man. It, it is what it is. Yeah, and I've seen people bullied a hundred times worse than me, and it's like they can go on with life, you know. And I try to live with this statement like, live life as if you're gonna be those bullies' boss, and it's like I have nothing right now. It's like. I have all I have is this podcast. If I didn't have this podcast, dude, I would be nothing. Like literally, like, and and, and I'm not saying that in a bad, depressive way. It's just like I don't have a lot going on in life. I, I my anxiety's rough. My trust is worse than my anxiety, and it's just like 
how am I supposed to do this when the person that was actually beat up and because dude I knew somebody that got through that thrown into the dumpster after they broke their nose and then I was just right. called these names and, and was my, my lunch tray was smashed on the floor and I was told that mayonnaise squirted on me and I was told I ejaculated on myself in front of the whole cafeteria like that but I think it's more of they mind screwed me more than they really screwed me up facially and physically. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely, man. That's, that's what it is, man. You can't compare yourself to other people, you know, and say, I don't know why this guy has so much worse. He had it worse than I did, and he's doing fine. And I mean, there's so many variables to that. I mean, some people, uh, you don't really know how they struggle. Um, they're just better at uh, putting on a facade. Other yeah. people have to use things to cope with it. They use drugs or alcohol to cope. And some people, they've repressed it to the point that it doesn't affect them. But down the road, that shit will dig its way back through the dirt of their mind. And it'll take over and uh, they'll lose it. So never compare yourself to others. We're all different anyways. We deal with adversity differently. But that's messed up. But, uh... But anyways, you know, I got your back anyways. <laughs> anyways, getting on with the less depressive stuff. Let's um, I I w- the reason I have this segment on here is I was watching this movie. It's surprised I've never watched the movie. I'm a big Will Smith fan. Um, so I was watching this movie, I Robot. It's about like you you know what I'm talking about. I I know the movie. I've never seen it. Okay. I haven't either until I've probably watched the first 45 minutes before we jumped on here. So, and I got me thinking, the movie's based in like 2035, and so I'm thinking, Big Shrimp, what do you think the future will be like in, let's say, 15 years? Do you think there's really going to be flying cars? Do you really think there's going to be Jetsons kind of vibe? (laughs) Man, I remember back in 1999. Yeah. <laughs> it might have been Chris Rock. I don't remember if the dude was at the MTV or VH1 or BET, one of the music awards shows, and he goes, hey, motherfuckers running around here talking about uh, how crazy 2000 is going to be. Yeah, this is the end of the world. And, and then he drops the N-bomb. It's just N-word. He says, hey, y'all talking about this going to be some crazy shit. It ain't even the mother." Like, this will be the motherfucking Jeffers, uh, uh, motherfucking Jetsons. This is N-word. It's not even the Jeffersons. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, man, that's a hilarious. Yeah, um, we're, we're heading in that direction. Um, I don't know. I know for a fact there will be flying cars in the near future. See, I don't think um, so. Because... They're already testing out drones and shit, and, and... There's this guy, and you and I were talking about it like, right before we came on air, and right when I put this list together, what we were going to talk about, and I cannot remember his name. Um, I'm going to look him up, and spoiler alert, this will be, we'll pick up on it on uh, Simulcast number five, the one that I am um, leading. But it's, uh, there's a guy, an old, he might be, 
German. That's not from Europe, I do believe. And he's a futurist. And his whole life is all about predicting the future and coming up with technology and or coming up with ideas and designs and then people that deal with technology or whatever work around it and they try to build prototypes. And he's got prototypes for like travel and and one of the things he had predicted or one of the things that he had uh, pushed for or promoted the idea of is like these pods for transport and it's like a hyper hyper pod that gets to this bullet it was kind of a bullet a long bullet it's like a subway and then takes it from point A to point B and super super fast speed like uh, from New York to LA in a matter of like an hour something ridiculous and um I was just watching a video a couple of days ago. By the way, folks, I'm not being a conspiracy theory and and thinking of wild shit pulling out of my ass and saying, oh, I believe that's going to happen. But some of the stuff is plausible just because of the technology we have. And now that they have these pods, and like this guy recorded this interview like 20 years ago saying this is going to happen. And now they've got these pods, and there's one that can go from like Los Angeles to San Francisco in 45 minutes, I believe. And it's an underground pod. They've got one in, I think, in Tokyo. They've got a few. And, uh, and it's pretty wild. And so I think transportation is going to be, it's going to change dramatically. Right now in the political spectrum, um, especially on the left, um, uh, you know, people are very focused on the um, effects of carbon emission and global warming and they are uh, you know uh, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez the Bernie Sanderses and the Ilhan Omars uh, those people they have what they um, call the Green New Deal and to where they want to address climate change and a lot of it has to do with the cars and what the cars are putting out and there are other factors as well. And uh, I think that in the near future, because scientists are saying we've got 12 years to do something to make a change or our planet is headed towards catastrophe like you cannot imagine. And so I do think that uh, because of that alone, that the conversation is going to speed up about transportation. And so... I don't know, man. I'm not really looking a whole lot into what the future could be like, but I do think that we'll have apparatuses and have tools to help us transport. Uh, They're working on driverless cars in Silicon Valley and uh, trucks, driverless trucks, uh, trucks with full autonomy. Um, And artificial intelligence is, uh, in a way, scary because I know it's Bobby Bones. What if it turns into, like, Terminator in real life. That's like what we have to go to war with artificial intelligence beings and robots. I hope not, but what if we do? And so I do think that because of artificial intelligence, at the rate that it's progressing, I do think because of the fear of global warming, and I think a lot of these factors, um, it's going to change 
the way that we're able to get around it from point A to point B in the very near future. Yeah. Sorry Jeff went off on a huge tangent there, but go ahead. No, I was just saying that if you think about it, we're probably closer than what you think because Tesla, they already have driveless cars. They drive themselves. Um... I don't think, personally, you can think what you want. My opinion is we're not going to have driving cars or flying cars. Um, just of what I've seen and the scientists saying that there's no way that that's possible, um, that's why I say that. But until they prove me otherwise, then I'm just going to stick with that. But Well, I mean, now, 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 when I say driverless cars, I'm not talking like Jetsons, and I'm not talking like flying airplanes. I'm talking cars that maybe hover above the ground a couple hundred feet to a thousand feet. And, uh, and I think, I would imagine, I might be wrong, but I would imagine those would be fully autonomous, meaning you and I would be the ones driving them. They would drive themselves. And there would be... Uh, there be an industry, kind of like uh, wreckers, tow trucks. There be an industry of pilots that are taught and know how to control these things and can kind of fix them and work on them and whatever. Right. But yeah. But anyways, go ahead. Oh no, I was done with the future thing. I was just trying to let you get your final thoughts in. Well, um, speaking of future. You have another future topic you want to bring up? Yeah. Future of HPP Hodgepodge Productions. Yeah. I made a post about yeah. it post on Facebook and Hodge called me. Take that down. <laughs> well, when I said it, I know it made me sound like a jerk, but I wasn't because you had you had put what the podcast was going to be about. And I didn't want yeah. that out there. Just I, I overstepped in my bounds, and I did apologize. I was not offended, Hodge. Well, I, no, yeah. it was just you. What 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 he had said was we had had this conversation. I'm not going to say what what the topic is about, but let's just say we had talked. For example, we talked a pumpkin themed podcast. It not not really, but we're going to use that example. That would be a boring freaking podcast, a pumpkin themed podcast. Um, we. We're talking to this woman, and she had plans to thought to, to start a podcast about pumpkins, and she wanted to join the production company, and we had like an hour and a half talk, me, Shrimp, and this lady. By the way, we still need to call her. We um, do. We need to conference call maybe we tomorrow. We do. We do. We had to take. We had to put it off. But anyways, we had had to talk, and. She was wanting to be on the production company, and we had like an hour and a half talk of, okay, this is what's going to happen. Um, we're in the middle of right now trying to get a conference call, actually record it with her permission. We don't have our permission. <coughs> we already have her permission. So we're going to do that and use that as the um, voice to write a contract up. As a record. Yeah, as a record. Record leverage and verbal contractual agreement. Yeah, and I'm also trying to, once we get that, I want to get a transcript kind of written up about that audio and get the contract uh, underway. Now, me and Big Shrimp don't have a contract. We need to. I probably shouldn't say that on here. We need to. 
just in case. I'm not yeah. saying I'm not saying it's gonna happen, but what if I try to screw him over? What if he tries to screw me over? You know what I mean? Like it's not Absolutely. gonna. I don't think it's gonna happen. But just to be safe, we need to have a contract. It's just the right thing to do. It's just the right thing to do. Yeah. And yeah. And by the way, folks, anybody listening to this that uh, like a couple of my stalkers out there. By the way, I think it's one of my two stalkers that is uh, 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 perpetrating my identity online and, and is trying to pretend to be me. So fuck you, by the way. But uh, <laughs> like one of my stalkers, if anybody has the idea, oh, I, I'm going to screw with Hodge or Shrimp and, and try to fuck this up before they can get it down in paper, fuck you. No, you won't. Nothing happens. Hodge and I are so close to this what we're doing that we talk every day, multiple hours, nothing happens without one the other one finding out about it. Nothing. And so, uh, um, anybody tries to come between us and tries to fuck with the business and fuck with Oshkosh Productions and their two podcasts and a potential new one. And there's another new one that's potentially going to come on too as well. Yeah. The guy's I- already uh, taking photos and stuff and Nothing set in stone, but anybody tries to get involved, I promise it will not end pretty for you. I will make sure that hell, fire, and brimstone uh, pays a visit to you. Because guess what? So do not we have fuck with what we're doing. We have microphones too. We know how to use them. But yeah. Anyways, yeah. Like like he just said, we have also another potential podcast coming on the production company um i think that was far more farther along than the one we just talked about with the pumpkins i think that one's farther along because this person's already recorded audio or made a video out of it and we're gonna put that as audio um plus and I th- it's I think- somebody that i've known all my life yeah, yeah. somebody that hodge knows yeah. he is uh Worked with us on a professional level, and uh, it's not Jared, by the way. For those who think, oh, it's Jared. It's not Jared. It, it's uh, it, the guy is uh, has uh, regular conversations with Hodge and I about other things than that. That is something we won't talk about a couple of times, but we're always talking about business, and it's going to be really fun ones. So. If it works out, which is it but I think it will. Yeah, and, that, and that's one of the main reasons why I didn't want, when you posted what you posted on Facebook, it was kind of like, I did it for our own safety and that person's safety because it was like, you let's say you said, just had an excellent um, business phone call with, with me and the person talking about their podcast about pumpkins and this and this and this and this. And I, the reason I said take it down was because I was like, well, what if this podcast doesn't happen and people can come to us and be like, oh, pumpkins aren't good enough for your production company. That's where I was kind of by like... The way, dude, by the way, folks, pumpkins, it's a complete... Uh, uh, it's an illusion. It's just not about pumpkins. I never said that. Anybody, so people know. I already okay. said that. Yeah, I already said that. that. Just so y'all know... I already said that. It was an example. Yeah. It's not about pumpkins, but it was just the point of if it was to come down to it, we didn't. Get, because 
Between me and you, Big Shrimp, I don't know if this one's going to work out because this person doesn't really... I'm kind of doubtful, too. Because it doesn't... The person, not saying who it is, the guy or the girl, but that person doesn't want to agree... You already said it was a girl. You said it was a girl. No, you don't know who I'm talking about. I could be talking about the guy that, uh, the further along. I don't know who I'm talking about. Okay. But either one of them, between those two... One of them doesn't want to comply with the production rules. That's the whole... And it, I'm not doubtful. I'm hoping because I think it's going to be a freaking good podcast that we need. That, some, that the people need. But it's just... I think, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's just... Because my rules are... I don't really have rules. My rule... You guys, Big Shrimp, my rules are simple. You can talk about what you want to. That's the point of a podcast. Your podcast. You have full control. Slogan. The slogan is podcast about anything. Exactly. And so all I asked was, I had said, I want this, my only rules are, in the audio, because I create one for Big Shrimp and mine, so you probably hear it if you listen to both, that it goes, uh, this podcast is brought to you by Hodgepodge Productions. That's all I say. I have no other word, and then I would prefer uh, my, or mine and Big Shrimp's production company the logo being on the bottom of the podcast, which I don't think is a problem because they all do it. But that's the whole point of we want to do it, that person does it. We don't want to do it, this person does. So it's kind of that, and but but the thing was we were replying over a group text, so that's why I said okay, let's set up this actual talk because we're I think we're getting each other confused and getting the words wrapped that like we were saying stuff that wasn't. Because you can in, interpret how you want to interpret on text. Like you can say, oh, that guy was being a jerk, when in actuality, you weren't. You were just saying, you know what I mean? Yeah. But, yeah. But, anyways, out of, going out of that, um, we, you gave me homework to watch last simulcast, or last podcast, I don't remember, but... That well, was well, no the homework the homework wait 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 are, are we talking about raw or Beavis and Butthead? No, we're now? talking about Beavis because and Butthead. Different... I, I didn't, that wasn't talked on the last podcast. That was talked about in private. Okay, okay. But um, I was telling you how much I was, I'm, a, okay. I'm a huge fan. And I don't really get it. I seen you a couple of YouTube clips. You said not really my thing. Right. And I started homework assignment. Maybe somebody had do America, watch it, download the Tubi app on your iPhone because uh, they have it's an app that has movies and TV shows and it's free. There's just a couple of ads you got to deal with. But watch the movie. If you don't like it, I'll get off your back. Actually, you said, well, you get off my back. <laughs> and I said, yeah, if you don't like the movie, I'll get off your back. Okay, so, Here, here's my yeah. thing. I didn't really tell you what I thought. I gave you maybe like a one or two words, but... I didn't watch it on the Tubi app. I watched it on YouTube. They have the full movie on YouTube. Oh. Um. Thing is, it's not full. Like you, like they have diff ten different clips, but like each clip is like fifteen minutes long. Like it does different scenes. So like right. the first one would be like the first fifteen minutes. The second one would be the next fifteen minutes or so on. It was harder to do, but I, I didn't want to download another app. I just had YouTube. So I thought I thought that might have been easier. Might not have. So. I like the Simpsons, Family Guy, Rick and Morty, American Dad, 
even the new Big Mouth show on Netflix, I like those. I don't know what it is, but I'm not a fan of King of the Hill, and I'm not really a fan of Beavis and Butthead. Um, and then he was like, that's my favorite show, you need to watch it. So I was like, okay. My send favorite me cartoon, I bet it. Well, cartoon, and I was like, well, send me some of your favorite clips, and I will give you my honest opinion. And all of those he sent, I said, what, one was funny? Or something like that. I was like, one of them was funny. The other ones were just, eh. He was like, okay. Well, uh, the problem was, all of my favorite clips on YouTube have been taken down. Okay. And the clips that are on YouTube weren't really my favorite. And I, could, I tried to find one that's really my favorite of all time. I couldn't find it. So the ones on YouTube are they're not that great. But they're all right. But go ahead. And so I was like, okay, I'll watch the movie. And after I watch it, will you please get off my back? If I don't like it, please get off my back. He was like, I said it in, I wasn't saying it in a rude way. I was just like, if I don't like it, dude, can you please just shut up about it? Like, honestly. And he was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, 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 and I, the show was on his foot. He kept sending me this comedian. <laughs> and I'm like, I don't get it. And he sent me another video. I said, I still don't get it. And finally, I was like, dude, I'm not going to like this guy. And so, I sent you one final clip it was like, watch this full 30-minute clip. If you don't like it, I will stop sending you these guys' videos. Because to me, he's the funniest comedian of right now. But we had done had this, we've had this conversation on podcasts before. But anyways, back to Beavis and Butthead. I watched the movie today. At the time of recording, we're recording Sunday the 13th of October at like 8.45. That's what time it is now. We'll be going on about an hour. So, I watched it. Tonight, or today, it wasn't but like an hour and 15 minutes. It was really short. Um, I do a movie review on my podcast. So I'm going to give it a 1 out of 5. Let's see. Out of 1 out of 5, I'm going to give it a 2. Shit. <laughs> Dude, I don't Damn, see... Man, I've watched that movie like six times in the last week. I don't Go see ahead. what you see in it. I don't. It's fun. Some of it's funny. There were a couple. Like, I like the Motley Crew with the front men, and then I liked um, the David Bowie where uh, Beavis or Butthead, one of them, freaking uh, hallucinate, and the voice is um, 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 Rob Zombie. Rob Zombie. The scenes he liked were the ones I didn't like at all, but... Our, our sense of humor is so opposite sometimes. It's funny. <laughs> but go ahead. No. And the ending with, with, what, Bill Clinton? Yeah. Yeah. I thought it was dull. Like, sure, it's 90s cartoons. They didn't really have a lot of what they have now. Like, but I just don't get the funniness of the, hey, <laughs> you know, I, don't, I don't get that. And I don't... I, a lot of people like it, like Bobby Bones likes Beavis and Butthead. Everybody, uh, like I know, like Lavelle Crawford and Burt Crusher love Beavis and Butthead. Joe Rogan, not me. I don't know what it is. And and ninety percent. I of wonder if it's because we're a little bit older than you. And Beavis and Butthead was in its prime when I was like three or four years old, and I was told I wasn't allowed to watch it, but I sneak and watch it anyways. And, and that's weird. And Bobby's I was like told, three years older than me, so. If you think about it, dude. It's not bad. Like, it, they drink beer. Like, it, like it's not bad. Like, they use a few languages. No, they curse. On the, actual, on the actual cartoon, they curse a lot. 
a uh, a lot of sexual innuendos and the whole movie through America. I say, I'm going to do that chick. No, I understand. I, I got, I got. And, and in the movie, they kept trying to figure out how they're going to score with this girl. And uh, did you see where they were going to? I, mean, I know it's you see it. Sexual humor, immature humor. Uh, it's it's kind of trashy in a way. Uh, also, on the original show. They sit in front of their TV and they watch MTV music videos. Yeah. And they sit there while the music video is playing. And they make fun of the video and question it and use a lot of vulgar terminology. I don't know. It's... But go ahead. No, it, it was just okay. Like, a, if you get a two out of five for me, that's just an okay. Not something I would watch again. If I were to give it a three, uh, I might give it another chance. A four, which is, which was good. A five is great. But yeah, I would totally give it a uh, four point five if it were me. Yeah. Uh, but I'm just a big fan, and uh, I now listen. I don't like adult cartoons. I don't like adult slam. I don't like that Morty Marty Franco, whatever it's called. I don't like Family Guy. I don't like The Simpsons. I don't like Brenda Stimpy. I don't like, uh... I don't really like Spongebob, even though it's on Nickelodeon. It's still considered, I in a way, an adult cartoon. I don't like it. I don't like any of those cartoons. The only one I like is Steven Sinbad. And it, I swear to God, I'm so upset they're not real because I wish I could spend the day hanging out with them. Like they're, they're hilarious to me. And you had come to That's me... just me. And you said the John Walsh thing. And I said, do you know who John Walsh is? Yes. So you were like, yeah, because in the movie, in the movie, he kept ordering everybody to get deep cavities searched. Uh, he had this like officer on standby that, that would put on his sorry pants to go out and smack it once he was on all the way and like ready to start digging up people's asses. And yeah, you said, dude, it's dark humor. Don't get it. And I said, no. So do share the story. Well, John Walsh, he's the guy that does like the. Uh, um, America's Most Wanted Criminals. But right. real life, the reason he started doing this was his son, They, I think they had went on a camping trip, and his son went missing. Well, whoever took the son, like, beheaded his son, and they found the uh -huh. body without the head. And that was just their way of saying, making fun of it without making fun of it. Yeah, I did it. Because I think that... That's I don't cool. know when that happened, but it might have been when Beavis and Butthead was in its prime. I don't know. Like I don't, It could have been in the 80s. It could have been in the 90s. I don't really remember when it happened. I just know the story, and I remember reading the book about it, or his book about it. But yeah, that was kind of what the dark humor was insinuating. I got out of it. I think that was their way of not... I don't think they were making fun of it, but they were like, how funny would it be to have John Walsh in it Oh, but look, his kid was beheaded. You know what I mean? Like, I think that was their way yeah. of bringing it in there without even trying. Like, you wouldn't, if like you didn't know the story of John Walsh. You just know he was the Mer the the top ten most wanted. You were thinking, oh, they're trying to make a stupid joke out of the most wanted. But I, since I knew the story, I took it as, oh, wow, they went that deep. Not saying that's what it's about, but that's what I took out of it, and I think that's what they were saying. Well, because they had the doctor with the glove, and they had, you know what I mean? For sure, I did it. I did it. Yeah, it's 
pretty brutal. I get it. And uh, kind of funny, not haha funny, but like interesting funny. Uh, well, moving on yeah. to our next topic. But uh, I've got to go run and get my laptop charger, Big Shrimp. So tell about your, since I know about it, go ahead and tell these people about your birthday party. All right, let's do it. I'll be right back. Man, I, I just thought, and I, I wish I would have had it, uh, the clip queued up uh, of uh, Marilyn Monroe singing happy birthday to Kennedy at Madison Square Garden. Happy birthday. And to you, I don't know that. I'm a huge Marilyn Monroe fan. I think she's like the hottest woman ever. And uh, I had a friend, a girl I knew that, that uh, was singing happy birthday just like her. And she did one time in my apartment, just her and I. Actually, in the room I'm sitting in right now, as we were talking about it, and I said, oh my God, you got to do that again. And she did it again. But she would never do it again in front of me. She was so shy. She would never do it in front of anybody. But yeah, so my birthday is actually October 27th. And as we record this, it's October 13th. And uh, my grandfather, Ron, my mom's dad, his birthday is on October the 10th. Well, uh, normally we do separate birthday parties, birthday dinners. Um, because our birthdays are both in October but on different ends of the month. But towards the end of the month, well, two things. One, Jared, my boy Jared, wanted him to be there. And every other weekend, he couldn't go out at all because he has his two sons, staying with him and his wife, as well as her, her son and her daughter. So between the six of them, they really don't get out every other weekend. And so I knew, okay, that limits down to two Saturdays when I do my party. We always do it on a Saturday just so more people can come and whatnot. And so, also, I'm going to be traveling, going to Arkansas to see the Bobby Bernstein and to see Amanda, his sister, hanging out with her, uh, going by St. Jude's and going through Nashville to, to and coming back to Johnson City. And so, um, Initially, that trip was supposed to be taken in October. Now it's being postponed to, I think, the second week in November. So, uh, we thought, well, we'll just do a, a, a birthday party yesterday, the 12th. And then, so my mom was like, well, what about Paul Because you need to start telling people because Jesse, his wife, she may want to have something for him on that Saturday. And if they don't know that you're having yours, I mean, half the family will be divided and we won't know what to do. And Jesse goes to a salon, wants to week to get her hair done, colored or washed or whatever she does. Always goes on a Friday, I mean, on a Saturday morning, just doing a Friday or Sunday. And so she would want to do it after her hair is nice and ready. And I said, well, shit. So... I thought, we'll figure it out when we get there. And I started telling people my party would be at this Ohio Thai restaurant here in town. And uh, it's a smaller place. My mom was worried anyways that it may not have the room to accommodate everybody. Well, she's a genuine worry. And so my aunt Danielle, my mom was like, uh, which is my mom's sister, 
Yeah, be sure to tell her, so her and the boys, her two sons and her boyfriend, Ron, um, to be there. So I told her, she said, oh, great. I'm not 90% sure I'll be there. I just got to figure something out first. And I thought, all right, cool, whatever. My mom was like, yeah, she's trying to figure out if uh, what we're going to do for Papa, which is also her dad and my mom's dad. And so you need to figure it out. And I said, I don't know what the fuck to do. And then, well, I said it like that to my mom, but, and, so, and I'm getting annoyed at this point. My mom called me like five times within an hour. Did you call yet? Did you call yet? I really pressured me, and I, I was doing other stuff, and I was getting aggravated. And finally, she called me and I said, I got it situated. <laughs> I talked to Jesse, and, and we just thought, we'll just kill two birds in one stone. Do both of your birthday parties on the same day. They're both going to be on Saturday, but listen, that restaurant there, honey, it just doesn't have enough room to accommodate everybody. So we're going to do it at Olive Garden. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> My least favorite restaurant. Not even, I mean, it's not the restaurant. I don't like it all. I don't like pasta. And I'm like, I don't even like that place. She's a nice drink for myself in the yard. I like the, okay. Oh, God damn it, man. I forgot to get my chocolate mint, so I, I do I forgot something. Chocolate mint? The one thing I, I... Yeah, man, Olive Garden, at the end of your meal, they always bring out a little chocolate oh, mint. Oh, like, like the York peppermint patties? Yeah, man, this is different. It's exclusive to Olive Garden. It's a little rectangle shape, and it's so good. I could eat like 20 of them. Yeah, I like chocolate mint. The York peppermint so. patties, I can't even eat a whole one. I don't like them, but I love these little ones. Anyway, so, I meant to stop out there tomorrow and just walked in and did it. Uh, my fat ass stuff to you. <laughs> but anyway, uh, like, what the fuck? She said, well, I'm sure you can find something in the eye. They have shrimp and stuff, and I love shrimp. And I, I'm like, yeah, it's kind of pricey, and you're paying for it. I don't want to buy it, because, you know, some of the stuff there can be pricey. And I said, I don't want to get anything too expensive. And she said, just figure it out, so... And incidentally, Olive Garden is both my grandfather and his wife, Jesse's their favorite restaurant, and I guess so they won the pony, they got to their favorite place, and I wasn't bitching too much, just because the salad is good, the rest sticks are good. And just a I little bit, you were, you were complaining just a little bit. Do what? I said you, were, you weren't complaining a lot, you were complaining a little bit. Yeah, I mean, whatever. <laughs> Not my favorite place, and it wasn't my favorite meal last night, but it, it, it could have been worse. So I'm not, I'm not really upset about it. So we had fun. A lot of family was there. Jared was there and his wife. Uh, my aunt Danielle ended up hurting her boyfriend. Ended up not getting to go. She had a horrible migraine. But her two sons went. My two little cousins. They rode with my grandmother, and uh, my grandmother baked me uh, my favorite birthday cake, which is tradition. Uh, a red velvet cake with uh, coconut on top. Right. Oh, you like coconut? Like you, you like coconut like that? I love coconut. Coconut, anything. Coconut milk, coconut fruit, coconut uh, topping, coconut scented candles, coconut lotion, coconut we get oil, it, we get it, we get it, coconut, coconut shampoo, coconut conditioner, coconut body wash. I'm a cocoa freak. But she goes. Uh, she, she definitely wanted to make me two cakes this year because last year she didn't have time to make me birthday cakes because then she would and never got around to it. And finally she's like, oh man, I missed out. So 
I give you the traditional one now. I'll make you two of us. So no, I've got a new favorite cake. So my second cake, which she'll make on my actual birthday for me this year, to make up for this now last year, is a tiramisu cake, which I recently discovered when I was at the nursing home the last time, and I fell in love with it. So, I thought I was limited uh, to two cakes when I'm trying to, to lose a little bit of weight to look good or better than as best as I can look when I finally get to meet Amanda in the push and Mary, <laughs> Mark's cousin. But it is what it is. I'm a fat ass. I'll still be a fat ass then, so whatever. But, uh, uh, so I took my business cards. Again, on the last time I passed number three, I really put over, uh, which is a wrestling term for uh, a props to or whatever, uh, printplace.com. Order 1,500 business cards. They had a little smudges on them. I wasn't complaining, but I tagged printplace on a post and on Facebook and Instagram. Printplace said, oh, wow, we noticed an error on our part. We're going to reprint these for you. Give you another 1,500 free of charge. And I just kind of emailed, I'll be here this coming Thursday. I'm like, holy shit, what a company. So I have 3,000 business cards. Which initially, the 1,500 was going to be specifically for my trip I'm taking next month to Nashville, Memphis, and Arkansas to hand out. But now, if I can be liberal with these, and actually hand about to everybody, so uh, I don't have to be as frugal. And so, I take my monster cards, different family members said, hey, I want a card, I want a card. Then I got shy. After I did to all the family, I got shy of my box. I said, Jared, uh, I kind of want to give our waiter a card, but I kind of feel funny. And he just rolled his eyes. And of course, Jared and I go back forever. And we're like, brother, she says, oh my God, I'll do it. I gave him the card. He put it with his tip. Gave it to the guy. I thought, cool. Well, the hostesses at the Olive Garden here are hot. There's like four of them. That's a jerk. That can only get food going. Go up out the door. Stop the hostesses and hand out the cards for me. They said, number one, I don't think you're allowed to do that. I don't think you're allowed to solicit. I said, it's not soliciting. We just gave them business, a ton of business at that. Like 20 of us were here. Ordered a shit ton of food. Jared had like three or four cocktails. His wife did as well. I right, trust them. We gave it more than enough money. They're not going to bitch about handing out a couple business cards. They said, yeah, I'm not going to do it, man. It's just weird. But what's weird about it? You gave it to the child waiter. They said, well, that's different. I said, well, I want these hot chicks to have my business cards. And so, um, it's not just because they were hot, but uh, kind of helps, you know. And I was yeah. like, all right, well, you go with me. I'll hand them out. And he said, I don't want to do that. Check it out. I looked on my Instagram today and I looked on my website, NLX. Uh, 
that showing up. Everybody who saw Car 2 went to my website, Mason Rock. And so, um, Mason W. Ocean took my fashion and stuff. I drove out of Jerry's, I was 20 feet behind, he's still standing at the door. And I'm like, what the fuck? So, <laughs> so my grandmother, I, I'm like, hey, before then, can we stop by uh, Walmart? I need to get a few items for the house. She said, sure, or whatever. Went by Walmart, and, uh, and I'm passing out cards. I there's this one girl, blind girl, that works in the electronics section. It's so gorgeous. And I said, I wonder if she's going to be working. And she's gorgeous, man. And, and I'd like to have an excuse to talk to her just because she's gorgeous. And so I went by her, went around, <laughs> worked, up my, worked up my nerves. And she had moved to another section, but she was still not trying. I said, hey, uh, you listen to podcasts at all? She smiled and said, yeah, sometimes. I said, well, listen, I know this is weird, but I do a podcast. I want to give you my card. Definitely check it out. And I smiled, whatever. She said, oh, cool. And she put it in her wallet or whatever. She said, I'll definitely check it out. Like, yes. You know, there's a good chance and she just stuck it in there and going to throw it away when she gets home. What? I said, you know, there's a great chance she's just gonna say that to be nice, and then when she gets home, she's gonna clean her wallet out and throw it away. Cause I've done that before. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm sure some people probably end up throwing them away, but I, I went around Walmart and stopped like all kinds of customers, and it was like ten o'clock at night or whatever, so they weren't as busy. It wasn't like the middle of the day, so uh, I went up to like, several customers. Employees, I had out my cards to everybody I could, just about. And some people said, I don't listen to podcasts. This one girl thought I was like trying to hit on her. And she was pretty, but I was not hitting on her, believe it or not. And I said, Do you listen to podcasts? She said, No. I said, Hey, I'm going to give you my card. She said, No. And she just walked off really fast. I'm like, Whoa, that's rude. <laughs> so, uh, so funny. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I didn't know whether to be offended or to laugh, man. I was like, what the fuck? So, uh, but yeah, I did have cards to a lot of people, and, uh, and I still have, like, probably 1,400 more cards, and I'm getting 1,500 more this week, so, this coming week, so. Big um, Shrimp Radio is really, really try to get it out there, especially when I'm in Nashville, going down Broadway, going to all the tourist, tourist attractions, going to the... Uh, Tennessee Songwriters Association and Nashville Songwriters Association going to these major places and uh, handing out the cards to as many people as I can to help because if they're there at Music City where people where the tourist traps are set up to allure people into the music obviously these are music fans and the majority of the artists I have on are artists that are performing at every, every one of those spots where these people are at. So I'm like, hey, do like Joe Blow on stage? Guess what? Episode blah, blah, blah on Big Shrimp Radio. Check out our interview. And by the way, check out the other ones too. Here's a card. Just, uh, that's my, uh, my goal and my intention. And I'm so excited about it. So, uh... Yeah, the business card handout at Olive Garden between the family, Olive Garden, and Walmart went pretty well. And real quick, before we go back to Hodge, um, on uh, simulcast number three, 
I talked about this one woman that I am truly in love with, and I've talked about her several times, and if you're wondering why do I hit on other women and call other women odd, and I'm like in love with this woman, it's because she's, she's not even in a relationship. She's not going to be in a relationship for a long time, she says. And so I'm sorry, well, I'll wait. But in the meantime, you know, I'll say I'm a dog, I'm a horny dog. I love women, I do, and so, but I do know how to be faithful once I'm committed and once she, or I'm sorry, once she commits and it's settled at her night or boyfriend and girlfriend and together I will uh, um, be 100% dedicated to her and her only and will not flirt or whatever. Until then, I'm gonna be a dog, yes. If you don't like it, I'm sorry, but uh, you should at least appreciate the fact that I'm being honest about how I feel about it. So this woman, um, she's in this new venture called Rodin and Fields. It's a cosmetic type company. They have lotions, potions, makeup, different stuff. Um, if any of you are interested in Rodin and Fields and, um, or you want to look into it and find out more about it, then you want to help a brother out, help me out, and help her out. I'm not getting a dime, and even if she would offer me a penny or two, I wouldn't take it. I don't want her money. I want her heart is what I want, but helping her would mean the world to me. So if any of you would um, be interested in um, finding out more about Rodin and Fields and uh, helping me out and helping her out, um, I'm not going to give you guys her information over the podcast here, but... If you send me an email at bigshrimpradio, ENT, at gmail.com, bigshrimpradio, ENT, like as an entertainment, at gmail.com. Let me know who you are and that you're interested in rodent and fields. They have like anti-aging wrinkle uh, uh, remover stuff too that can help you with your wrinkles and your aging issues that you have. And I will... Uh, Get a hold of her and see how I can connect the two of you and uh, do business. So again, it's Rodin and Fields, and my email is Big Shrimp Radio ENT at gmail dot com. And Hodge, um, that takes us to the next topic. You and I had a controversy. We had an argument in simulcast number three. Talked about WWE Raw. Tell us about it. Yeah, so <clears throat> I clearly remember when Raw was on Thursday okay, night. I can't hear you, man. You're, I don't know where you're at in your house, but your phone, your voice just went down like 10 octaves. Can you hear me? Okay, you know. Okay, well, last week we talked about how Raw apparently was only on Thursday nights. For special occasions. Mondays. I, yeah, they were yeah, all on yeah, Thursdays for special Monday occasions. Show, yes. Always the Monday show, but on special occasions, it moved to either Tuesday, Wednesday, or Thursday. Because you said you'd like for Raw to move permanently to a different night. And so, yeah, yeah that's the argument. Go ahead. Well, and then, I did my research, and let me pull the screenshot up that I took. I found where, for a fact... 
Raw was on Thursdays for five months. Five months? Five months. I'm fixing to read you the post right here. It says, if you're wondering where I... I don't believe it. Go ahead. Listen. Despite them saying on Monday Night Raw back in the 90s, Thursday Raw Thursday, about 60,000 times in the first five minutes of the show, the episode's formal formal title, if we're going back by the graphic, at least is Thursday Raw Thursday Live. If you're wondering why, why Raw was happening on Thursday, here are the reasons. Nitro was pulling Raw's pants down and spray painting it in the rating. So WWF was trying a two-hour Thursday show they could run unopposed, get more eyes on the product, and kind of sort of test the waters for a permanent move. USA Network preempted the episode because a bunch of really nice-looking people were having a tennis tournament. Here's the good news. After almost six months of being on Thursday, Raw was officially moved back to Monday nights and was... Opted to never return to another night again. Wow, that's stuck my memory. Now I'm kind of, it sounds familiar. So I stand corrected. I apologize. And uh, I really said I will bet you a dick sucking uh, the other day. <laughs> I'm not gay. I don't suck dick. If I wouldn't kiss Bobby Bones, I love more than anything in this world. We get it. Go on. I regret not kissing him. I'm not going to blow you, but. Next time I see you, dinner on me, uh, whether it's when you come to Johnson City, come to Nashville, or I come back down there, I'll get you and your mine's dinner, and, uh, and I'll settle it. Oh, that's cool. No, I because I remember, the only reason, the only reason that I knew Raw had happened on a Thursday, because I remember watching this old DVD I had, I don't remember who it was, but it said, we're here on Thursday Night Raw, ladies and gentlemen. Live on Spike or wh- or whatever it was. I don't know if it was Spike, whatever it was on. And I was like, no, they did Thursday Night Raw. I remember for for a long time. And so yeah, I went quickly to the article and was like, yep, this is it. Thursday night, Thursday Live or something like that. That is, yeah, I do remember the title, uh, Thursday Raw Thursday or whatever. But I forgot that it was Sasha for multiple months. But moving on from that, last really the last topic we have before we get to the teaser of the fifth simulcast, we now, dude, have a friend in smoke. How 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 awesome is that? How awesome is it? In the words of Bobby Bones, what life is this? Smoke. Paul's, you and I, his friends, and returned the favor and followed us both on Instagram. And plug that, plug the interview we did with them. Right, what life is this? <laughs> yeah. I, um, well, I had put, because sometimes I put my podcast that we do together up before you. Sometimes, just depends on the schedule. And I knew Smo was going to be a big one, so I was like, I'm going to put this up on a Saturday. Because from now on, ladies and gentlemen, here's an announcement. From now on, and Big Shrimp's going to be like this after he hits the 100 episode. Uh, we're going to one a week. 
Um, that's going to be Mondays. I don't know about Big Shrimp. We haven't really decided. But for HodgePodge Podcast, we're doing Mondays. And since we're doing a simulcast once a week, you're going to get that on a Wednesday. So it's going to be Monday and Wednesday for the HodgePodge Podcast. And once Big Shrimp hits his 100 episodes and we figure out what day he wants to simulcast and his podcast up, we're going back to one, really, really one a week because a simulcast, I don't consider that a podcast of our podcast, you know. So... Yeah, so that right. went up on Saturday. There will not be one until um, this Wednesday when this one comes out. So this one comes out on Wednesday. The next yeah, podcast. Yeah, we got to figure some of this stuff out. Um, right now, I am way behind. I'm like 30 episodes behind on probably one a day, which I've been doing. And uh, which, by the way, is why you have to close your interview with our interview with Smo. Way before I'll get to, I won't get to for probably two or three more weeks. Well, well, that's what I was getting at. And I said, I, I told you in a text, I said, man, I hope Stamo doesn't get annoyed that when I died him and say, hey, they'll check on our interview. But I don't think he will. He's a legit guy. And uh, real quick, before we start talking about plans, um, with how we're going to be formatting our uploads later, um, right, listen, I. Hodge has a lot of cool contacts in his phone. <laughs> and I have a lot of cool contacts. I have contacts of people that I would have never thought I'd get their phone numbers and and now I even talk to them semi regularly, like uh, in real life and it's cool. You know, some are wrestling legends and what have you. But to uh, have somebody unsolicitedly say this is my friend and this was Smo did, like that that that's that's special to me. Yeah. And uh, and uh, we appreciate it, Simone. We appreciate your endorsement. You showing us love, and uh, yeah, we hope you can be proud. Yeah, but, and, um, and it was also cool I, seeing someone because I think he's actually big. He's not as big as other people, but I think he's big. He's a big guy. He has a big following, and yeah, beyond that, he's just a legit guy. And uh, talking to us off air, and then talking on air, and then off air again that day, I was a genuine dude, and so that's awesome. But um, yeah, but about the formatting, um, I don't know yet. I haven't decided yet how we're going to do it. Um, how this video is going to be uploaded? I might. Nothing set in stone yet, but I think around February, I may be taking a leave of absence, and I need to get a bunch of episodes up, or not, or at least recorded, and uh, so they can be distributed while I'm gone, but I might be going to a uh, temple somewhere, I haven't decided where yet, and becoming a monk for the third time. Shaving my head and my eyebrows, putting on an orange silk robe, and uh, finding inner peace and finding, uh, uh, re- refreshing myself for a while. For a month or maybe a couple of months, I might do that. And so, I don't know yet what day of the week. I've still got to, I'll try to get caught up on promoting these episodes. I may start promoting two a day and letting people know they're up. Just so I get caught up quicker. And I know one thing for sure, like, simulcast number three and four, instead of waiting three weeks 
to uh, say, hey, check out this episode of Summercast we did way back when when it's irrelevant now. The stuff that is really relevant once it's up, I'm going to promote it right away. I didn't go back to the interviews that are two weeks old and start and promote those too, but um, there won't be a delay anymore on stuff that is time critical. And uh, so yeah, that, it is what it is. And uh, I know I just dropped a huge bombshell on Hodge, just why it's quiet about me taking a leave of absence. I've just been thinking about it. I'm like, I'm getting ready to turn 32, just celebrating my birthday, and it's really been playing hard on my mind. So, and I won't have a microphone there. I won't be able to, to, uh, it's a spiritual retreat I'm going on, so I won't be able to do the podcast. So I need to have a bunch of these stored up so it can be distributed while I'm gone. But, uh, anyways, yeah, and, uh, Audrey, there, or did you fall? Uh, no, I'm here. I'm listening. I'm just giving you the floor. But if you're done, well, this is really it. Uh, for yeah, the, this is really it for the segments. Wise, now we're going to give you a little bit of teaser of what simulcast. There's a couple more teasers. Simulcast five is going to be. There's a couple more teasers. Okay. Uh, I'll just go into it real quick, and then I'll let you close it out. Um, episode number simulcast number five we got a few things we're going to be talking about folks funny stuff uh, for one I need to find out the guy the futurist guy get his name and info so we can revisit what could the future look like from his perspective uh, but uh, number five I will be leading it and Oz will be joining me I, he led this one and I joined him because I do the odd numbers. He does the even numbers. That's the system we both agreed upon doing, and that's the way it'll be. Uh, so last night, after I got home from Walmart and the party, Roger and I had like a two-hour phone conversation. And it was so good, and I stopped in the middle of it and said, Dude, too bad we're not recording this because this would make a good episode. I did a sound class, so... I said, we're going to have to do it next time. And that's so what we're going to do. Roger and I talked in depth about a lot of different TV shows that we grew up on. Cartoons and shows that we watched when we were young. Some I, I've forgotten about, but it came back to my memory as we were talking. Some he forgot about. Talk about various episodes. We're going to talk about stuff we've enjoyed and stuff we didn't enjoy. And, and how corny are some of the shows in actuality, but... They were cool when we were kids because we were kids and they're geared towards children, but now as adults watching them, we're kind of, we're kind of laughed in the dark and scratching your heads like, what? Yeah, right. And so, um, also Hodge has a few issues <laughs> I want to talk about. Funny ones. I'm very, uh, I'm very. Side topics. I'm picky when it comes to food. Like, really, 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 really picky. Yes. Yeah, it's very odd about his food. <laughs> I love mayonnaise. Love it. He hates it. We're going to talk about it. He hates tomatoes. We're going to talk about it. We're going to talk about southern snacks that are popular that he doesn't get, but he knows they exist because he's also a southern boy. I I just a plain tomato sandwich or a plain mayonnaise sandwich or 
a tomato and mayonnaise sandwich. <laughs> Fried green tomatoes. Uh, different foods she thinks are weird. We're going to talk about how picky he is about his condiments. Certain mustards he likes. Certain mustards he doesn't like. Uh, what does she think about McDonald's uh, honey mustard and uh, uh, hot mustard, but both of which I love. We're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about Guaranteed. 
And I said, don't take them for granted. Whatever negativity is around me, you know, they're like, leave that shit to the side and get the stepping. Because life is a journey. Time is of the essence. As always, aspire to inspire before you expire. Hodge, get to your plugs and close out the show, my man. Well, I don't want to go into big of a spiral as you did, but yes, I would appreciate it if you would give me a one star or a two star or a three star or four or maybe even possibly if I'm that good enough to get a five star. I really would appreciate that. It doesn't have to happen if you don't like it. Then that's fine. Let me know what you don't like because I will honestly, I will always and honestly fix what you don't like and try to get 100% to the fans of what they want. Go over to Instagram. I am at I am Mr. Dylan Hodge and I'm also at the Hodgepodge Podcast over on Instagram, Twitter. Not on as much, but you can go follow me as well if you want at I am Mr. Dylan Hodge. Uh, the podcast is on over at Facebook at Hodgepodge Podcast and the Hodgepodge Productions. You want to send me an email? Let me know you hate me. Send me hate mail. That's cool too. The Hodgepodge Productions <laughs> at gmail.com. I will read those over the air. Just leave me your name. You got any questions for me? I would love to help you out. As I always say, you're listening to the Hodgepodge Podcast. And now, because it's a simulcast, Big Shrimp Radio. Simulcast number four. Enjoy, and as always, frown less.